everybody, welcome to Camp Yang Podcast. I'm Cam, and this is a podcast that talks about sports and politics, and I'm more in politics. And I'm Yang, aka Sadistic Yang, follow me on Instagram and PSN, Sadistic underscore Yang. As y'all can tell, I'm more of the fun guy here. You know, my boy over here at camp, he's real relaxed. I'm not. Um, I'm also more into sports. Sports is my avenue, and that's more what I do. I like to have fun. Hope you enjoy your time. Well, I believe it's about time we switch to politics. Yes. How do you feel about that? Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <clears throat> this may happen every now and then, just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> we cut this out. He, y'all, y'all gonna hear me laugh. <laughs> oh, All right. So we basically have two topics to cover. We'll tell you what the next one is. You can probably guess what the next one is. But first, oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at that. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, that, that's a other topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the whole Afghanistan. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. we're going to start off with something that affects more of the people in our that state. we know. Yeah. Yes, in our state. Teja. Texas. Yes. If y'all, yeah. Texas. That's another one of his Spanish words. I think. Texas to those, to those who don't know it's Teja. <laughs> Teja. If you must know, that's actually what it was before we made it to Texas. Yeah. yeah. It was Tejas. I believe that. I believe that. You know, you got Mexico. Mm-hmm. We would be Tejas in our Texas, but we're American now, so. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> we're American now, so. So, today, there's a lot of uh, laws going into effect oh, on the first. And it is the first. So, Barely. It's a su- suspicious number, if you ask me. Yeah, number is very, very suspicious. Like, if I was Abbott, I would have added, like, one but more. Just one more. Like, make it, like, you can't force Christians to wear a mask in church. Something like that. You know, something, something going for freedom, you know? Yeah, just to give us one more. Or even just a stupid law. I don't really even care. Yeah, just add one more. This number is, makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Add a law against rabbits or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, Alaska laws against moose. There you go. So we can make a law. You can't 
Go around shooting longhorns. I'm pretty sure there might be a law already. I'm pretty sure. Um, almost certain. I, I'm like almost certain we yeah. have laws about livestock. Yeah. <laughs> and most cattle in the in Texas are owned anyhow. Did you so. know it's illegal to pick blue bonnets? To pick blue bonnet? Well, it's state flower, right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So you're saying if I have a a uh, pretty girl I want to give some flowers to. You, I bet, you bet not be blue body. <laughs> <laughs> you bet not be the blue body. I'm talking about the only blue body you're going to be seeing on a jailhouse wall, my boy. <laughs> they locking you up immediately. <laughs> if, if they don't lock you up, you're definitely getting fined. So leave the blue bodies alone. I learned okay. the hard way. Yeah. Well, in New Mexico, you can't shoot a, a roadrunner. That's our state bird. I ain't going to lie. I get scared. I'll shoot it on accident for real. A roadrunner, bro. I, this ain't Looney Tunes. They're, they're more annoying than anything. One got in my brother's truck one time. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Made a mess all in that thing, man. It's a bird. So, yeah. Yeah. They're what birds do. They pick it, so. No, no, not that mess. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's what birds do. Yeah. <laughs> it's what birds do. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get into it. Let's yeah, into it. I'm not fooling around. Uh, all right, so what what laws you got in there? The same laws you got in there. You know what? You've been looking over these more than I have. All you right, know, you know that. I guess. <laughs> <sighs> let me. Let me. Well, here. I'll, while you look through that, I'll, I'll talk about. Some yeah, of yeah. There skills. we go. Teamwork. <laughs> so some of these, some of the bills that were passed into. Uh, that were passed through the state senate will not go into effect until, say, January 1st of 2022. Um, some are already in effect before September 1st, like uh, Senate Bill 968, which banned vaccine passports in Texas, which, you know, that just means freedom right there. And... Um, Another one will be going into effect on January 1st about, uh, it revises eminent domain negotiations between landowners and companies. And I, I'll tell you one thing, I ain't for eminent domain. That's kind of messed up. Yeah. A lot, there was a lot of that going on when they were building the stadiums out in Arlington. Talking about they will take your house. Oh yeah. <laughs> they will take your house. And down there by the stadium, that was a bunch of apartments, too. Yep, and they snatched them all down mm-hmm. to build their stadium. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, displaced a lot of people, I'm sure. Yep, displaced the Whispering Woods. Yeah. <laughs> That's another story <laughs> right there. That's <laughs> uh, what you got. Oh, cool. Uh, something we did that is... Interesting, to say the least. Uh, basically, we're going with essentially constitutional carry with mm-hmm. some restrictions, of course, obviously. That's all good, yeah, yeah, I don't trust that. These people crazy. Um, but if you want the exact bill number, it's House Bill 1927. If you're basically, if you're a Texan 21 years and older, you can now carry handguns. Without a license, as long as you're not legally prevented from doing so, so if, yeah. as long as you're not crazy, if, if you're a felon or you're a felon, you used to can carry a gun. You you still can't yeah. carry a gun. Like that's in the constant. Look, that, that's in our laws. Our 
are national laws. You are not allowed. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. I get we have this bill, but before you go, before you buy a gun, please get some training. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get the training. It's just smart to do so. Yeah. We see way too many accidental gun deaths. It ain't, it ain't a major number, but two, one is too many. It shouldn't yeah. be any. Mm -hmm. Take the class, learn how to use it, learn to take care of it, so we can just have this peacefully. Mm -hmm. We don't need nobody out here too jumpy. Right. So please get if you not if you don't know how to use a gun properly, get trained. Please, right. please get trained. I mean, don't be a redneck about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I like plinking stuff myself, but there's people like me who <clears throat> who their dad took time when. He, my dad trained me how to use a gun when I was about five. And the first thing he told me was, don't you ever point a gun at something you're not willing to kill. And you know what? That is the best advice I've ever been told on guns. You know, I'm sorry. If you leave a gun where a kid can reach it, you're stupid. Gotta be better than that. Yeah. Kids touch everything. Yeah. That's what kids do. Mm-hmm. I read I read one time, uh Leanne Tui, she's the lady who uh was played by Sandra Bullock in Blind Blindside. She said in her book that her dad took her out to a farm, got a little cute little rabbit, and said, Yeah, look at that. Set the rabbit down, got his forty-five out, and showed her exactly what it could do to the rabbit. And you know what? Some kids need that. They need to know what a gun can do. And it ain't purdy. But there's a good side to a gun, there's a bad side to a gun. And you gotta figure out both sides. You gotta learn, don't ever point it at something you're not willing to kill. I don't care if you're fooling around. And really, if you're holding a gun, you shouldn't be fooling around. Very serious thing. Am I monologuing? No, you good. <laughs> okay, I'm just thinking. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Please. Because I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm tired of people saying that guns are bad. Guns are not bad. Guns make everyone equal. They make women equal. They help women protect themselves from. Murder, rape, all sorts of things. Guns are good, and they can be used bad. In the end, it comes down to who's holding that gun. Now, don't you ever tell me that I shouldn't have a gun because someone murdered someone. I didn't murder no one. I'm not gonna murder anyone. It doesn't make the gun bad if someone murders them. It makes the person who's holding the gun bad. And as soon as they can figure that out, the sooner we'll have more, or I would rather say, less restrictions on guns. Okay, just air freshener. <laughs> you alright there, James? <laughs> hey, hey, my bad. I, hear, I start hearing sound. I gotta figure out where it's coming from. Talking about guns, do you hear anything? <laughs> yeah, I <don't> know. <laughs> but that's about all I got to say. I say no, yeah, I, I, I agree. I just... Stop being stupid. It ain't that hard. Bro, mm -hmm. when you got a gun, you got to be careful at all times. 
Cause that yeah. that gun, hey, it got it, it know one thing, one thing only, and that's when you pull the trigger, it better fire. So don't be don't be pointing, don't be showing nobody point. If you gonna show somebody your gun, empty it. Take out the clip. Yeah. Rack your chamber. Your chamber should be clear too. Don't leave it in the chamber. Oh yeah, that's the worst place to leave a bullet. I don't know why people think it's okay because you clip out the gun. Now you can show me because the clip out. You mm -hmm. got a bullet in the chamber. <sighs> Just be smart. Get training, please. Mm -hmm. I, I know some people who who need some help. And here's the thing: you see someone clear, take the clip out and clear the chamber, and they hand it to you. You know what you're supposed to do? You check it. Because I ain't getting my head blown off for someone else's laziness. So, someone hands me an empty gun, I'm going to make sure that thing's empty. I'm going to clear that chamber and make sure it's all empty in there. Then I'll dry fire it. Emphasis on dry fire. That means nothing comes out. So, what else we got? I think we I think we hounded that one to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they're not ready to shoot a gun after that, I don't know what, what to do with them. Oh. Next one is interesting. Abortion restrictions. SB 8 prohibits abortions as early as six weeks into pregnancy. Okay. All right, a hand grenade. <laughs> hey, my my opinion is real simple. Mm -hmm. I don't think you should be killing babies. You feel me? That's just me, bro. I yeah. don't. I, I just mm -hmm. don't think it's something you should do. I feel like if you if you lay down and make that baby, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You made it. Take yeah. care of it. Now mm -hmm. I do understand there are situations where uh, you do not willingly go through that situation. I understand situations where. People can't be raped and so on and so forth. And I do understand how that could affect them emotionally. I just, I personally can't agree with a baby being aborted. Mm -hmm. And I know that'd be tough for him to go through that, but I just, I just think that, I don't know. I don't even know how to phrase that one. I just, I just can't agree with it. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's the thing. It is a thing that happens, and it's very sad, very unfortunate. And if someone rapes someone, I've said it once, I've said it several times, they should be hung on a tree. Look, let, let's not talk about hanging <laughs> on trees, okay? Look. <laughs> Every time you say hang on trees, I get a bad image in my mind. I ain't going to tell you what I'm thinking about, but I think y'all can guess. <laughs> so let's just not talk about hanging trees. <laughs> let's avoid the trees. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. But there should be capital punishment involved in rape, in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And you know what is how many abortions are because of rape? I'm but let's say something. Let's say something. Mm -hmm. Why would someone... Damn, I'm trying to have a serious conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's our producer in the background. <laughs> he won't stop laughing. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I know I'm not 
able to... People may not take my advice so solidly because I'm not a woman. And they'll say, my body, my choice. But why would someone make two wrongs into a right? I know rape is horrible. I'm not making any excuses for rape. But... Just because rape is horrible does not mean that there should also be a murder. And that is how I view abortion. And that's about all I have on that. Yeah, yeah, I, ain't got I don't know if I can ex- expound on anything more, you know. I ain't got nothing to add to it. Mm. And you know what? If y'all have a different opinion, that's fine. We, like, we can all coexist and have a different opinion at the same time. But, like I said, that's a hand grenade because everyone's got an opinion, and very often it's different. So, uh, I'll let you take the next one. Hey. (laughs) So all my takes, hold on, let me not sound too excited. (laughs) Uh... It's a little too late. <laughs> but in House Bill 1535. You sound too excited. <laughs> they, they will be expanding medical marijuana. Anybody with any type of cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, or autism, they can have access to low TAC medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. Now, me, I don't smoke. With that being said, I do know the health benefits of, of marijuana. Mm-hmm. TA, both THC and CBD. They serve two different purposes. CBD, it kind of just relax you, help your muscles relax and all that. THC is a psychedelic. Mm. But for somebody who has cancer, that'd be beneficial. For somebody mm-hmm. with PTSD, that'd be beneficial. Same, psychedelic, bro? Yes. Okay. With somebody with PTSD, it, it's tough living with PTSD. So, you know, having something that can just relax you, that'll be good. And when I say psychedelic, I don't mean like shrooms or nothing like that that have you over here tripping. Right. Hallucinating and having dreams and nothing like that. But THC, it definitely affects your mental state. Usually, it calms people down. And relaxes them. That's why the athletes use it. Things like things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I think, I do think that it has a purpose. So I'm glad to see that a state like this is allowing people to use it to deal with their mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just believe it has benefits, just like a lot of things have benefits. So I think it's a good thing that people are, are being allowed to use it medically. Now, mm-hmm. if you're doing it recreationally. That's between you and the police department. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do agree. There's a, well, to a certain extent, we always have disagreements in, in pretty much every conversation me and you have, but <clears throat> there is a lot of medical things we could use with, uh, with CBC or cannabis. Mm-hmm. And... That's obvious. Like, we haven't even figured out half of what we can do with this. Now, that being said, 
I don't think recreational marijuana is a good thing for you. Um, I kind of rank it right in there with smoking tobacco and drinking alcohol. I just don't think it's a wise thing to do. Now, do I think someone should be a felon because of possession of marijuana? I, I would say no. That, a felon will mess your life up. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Pretty bad. A felony over a plant kind of stupid to me. Yeah. But to me, it ain't crack. It ain't cocaine. It ain't milk. Did they take something that you gotta go make? Mm-hmm. This is something you can just grow in your backyard, literally. You can literally right. just grow it, and then, I mean. Now, I would say it is a gateway drug. I would say that, because it's what people start off on. Like, they don't just hop right into cocaine. No. No. Hey. I, I've known a few cokeheads in my lifetime. And coke, that's something that you want. That ain't, that ain't something that you, that you build up to. If you a cokehead, you a cokehead. So what, you're saying they just hop right into that? They hop right in it. Like crackhead, same thing. Huh. You just a crackhead. <laughs> Ain't no, look. Look, how, how I put this. I've known many, 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 many potheads. Mm-hmm. I know pot, people have been potheads for decades. For a decade. Some in the middle. Ain't none of them cokeheads or meth addicts or anything like that. Why? Because one's a plant and the other one, you know what it is. You have no clue what's not the other drugs. So most of them, they just like, you know what, I'm gonna stick here with my with my ganja, with my Mary Jane, my marijuana, whatever else you want to call it. It's just a lot of names for it. They choose to stick with that. Mind their business. Now, can it be a gateway drug? Sure, anything can. Now, for me, me and Philip are opposite on on the recreational use. I think it, it should be used recreationally. I feel like at this point, should be used. Absolutely, or should be allowed to be. Used? It should be allowed. Okay. It should be. I really don't care what you do. You know, spare <laughs> time. I don't. It ain't my life. You know. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to answer for your life. You answer for yours. But I, I believe it should be legalized to be legal recreationally just because I look at, oh, bro, at this point, you you got people taking Tylenol 3s. Man, for, the doctors hand out opioids for fun. Yeah. And that's, that's worse. worse by marijuana. far worse. Ain't nobody ever overdosed on marijuana. It ain't ever happened. I hear that uh, Snoop Dogg's been trying. If it happened to him, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> to Snoop Dogg. He's always high. Always. I don't think he knows what sober is anymore. Probably don't. He'd be high as a kite. So that's yeah. what we do for that. You know, he don't think it should be used recreationally. I think it should be allowed. If people want to use it, go ahead. They shook they shove an opioid down your throat already. So mm. you have a higher chance of dying from a doctor prescription due to marijuana. That's that's actually true. And you know what? That's what I like about this podcast. And what I like about being friends with James, who's having our conversations, we don't have to agree. Nope. 
That's never been a stipulation in our friendship. We just don't have to agree. And so many people these days have to agree or you're the devil. You're going to hell. <laughs> you know what? I don't agree with a lot of liberal ideas. And I can be friends with a liberal. I really can. It's yeah. not hard. As long as you're not talking about politics, or, like, you're usually pretty cool. So, but me and you are pretty similar on a lot of things when it comes to political ideas mm -hmm. and stuff like that. With our, when you put a microscope on it, though, that's when we can find our differences. But we just don't care. And that's a lot of what I want this podcast to be about. Finding differences, talking about them, and not making a big deal about it. And that's very important in our culture these days. And I'm monologuing again. So, um, so the next one I want to talk about... Uh, Reducing barriers to snap. Um, this is one you were telling me about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, SB 224 simplifies access to the supplemental nutrition uh, food stamps. program. Okay. It, it's just food stamps. It's just a long name these days. Okay. Yeah, it's just food stamps. Good, because I wasn't seeing that anywhere in here. Yeah. I was a little nervous. It's just food stamps. <laughs> That's all it is. Food stamps for uh, seniors and disabled people on fixed incomes. Eligible individuals can forego enrollment, interviews, and have a shortened application process. This is interesting. It really is. Because me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of welfare and food stamps. I'm, I'm just not. Um, I was taught the best way to provide for yourself starvation I mean I'm gonna do a lot of stuff to avoid starvation so I don't know this is interesting because I know there's a lot of people on uh, on Social Security who just don't quite have enough and they're just kind of always working till they're in the grave oh yeah I mean this man the cost of living ain't going down it go up every year it never go uh -huh. down it doesn't go backwards yeah so, you know, our, our, our Social Security is, is pretty, I guess, stable. It doesn't really change too much. Mm -hmm. But with the cost of living changing, hey, they need a little extra help. Yeah. They got a, it's a fixed income for a reason. That's what they get. Ain't no, you know, they can't go for change it. That's what they get. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think it's a, I think it's a good move. It helps them out. Mm -hmm. Especially, our senior table people, they seniors and they disabled. Well, not and disabled, but right. our seniors of Social Security, they put their time in. They have put their time into the workforce. They're done. Mm -hmm. You got our disabled people who are unfortunately disabled. and they can do about that. Right. Now, there's some disabled people who don't have people to take care of them. Yeah, that's right. And that's sad and unfortunate. Yeah, And sad. I think it, like, if you're disabled to the point where you can't take care of yourself, like, yeah, you need government assistance if there's no family. If you have family, I'm just going to be honest, your family should take care of you. Um, that shouldn't be a government problem. I ain't going to lie to you. 
I disagree with that. <laughs> okay, I'm keeping a bug with you. <laughs> Look, I know, I know it's hard out here with families, bro. Some people got family, but they don't get along. Some people got family yeah. don't care about. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I got some family members that I ain't gonna lie, they're disabled. I ain't helping you. I, I'm just keeping it a bug. I, you ain't my child. Huh? <laughs> you know, you, you ain't my wife. I, you know, I can't explain it. But you know, for some people, there ain't no option. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's one thing that people gotta understand, man, is nothing, everybody ain't in the ideal situation. Everybody ain't got two parents. Everybody, some people don't got no family. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people out here who family just dead and gone. It's a lot of people who family just don't care about them or love them. It's a lot of families that are just broken for mm-hmm. a multitude of reasons. And I feel like that's always to me. I think even the toughest part by making any decision is there are so many different circumstances. And I ain't talking about extremes. I ain't talking about like this end of spectrum, this end of spectrum. I'm talking about this is normal. It is now normal to have these weird family dynamics like this. That's where we are as a society. Which is sad. Yeah, it is. And shameful in a it, sense. It's sad. That we, this is the point we're at in a society where, you know, parents don't love their kids no more. Or kids just have a horrible childhood and leave parents behind or vice versa. It's just, it's crazy these days. It is. Mm-hmm. It is crazy out here. I've... Met a lot of people with some stories that man, shoot, you just like that show. That's how your family treats you. So you know it's crazy. So I think people. I only always try to do. I think about anything. Try to think about the spectrum. Not that I don't care about the extremes because those are extremes for a reason. That is your. That show never really gonna happen. Like it's gonna happen to a very very small percentage. Mm-hmm. I try to think about uh, what is what is a general consensus, and these days general consensus with families, shoot, they barely exist. It's tough out here these days when it comes to family. You see, mm-hmm. you see it time and time again. You you see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can go out and just walk walk into a, walk in your neighborhood. You can see it. Walk to the store. Go into schools, churches. Shoot, even even now the celebrities' life ain't right no more. They family even together. So you know it's just you can see it. It's everywhere. That is true. It is. And like I said, the family should take yeah, care. Yeah, should. Mm-hmm. Like the government isn't just giving this to everyone. Mm-hmm. You have to apply for it. Yeah, you have to apply. You gotta be eligible. So if your family can't take care of you, and you're disabled, I think. You should defer to the family. I would say if if your parents are taking care of you and you see this, I don't think you should be eligible to just get this and still have your parents take care of you. Does that make sense? So yeah, I'll tell you now the thing yeah, disabled means a lot of things. You can be born disabled, you can be born with disability. Yes. But disabled can also mean, uh, like in my aunt's case, she gets disability because uh, she hurt her back years ago on a job and they legit, when she went to the doctor, they just said, yeah, you, yeah, you, I don't see you working with your mm-hmm. back like this. It's just, you just, you wouldn't be able to do it. 
Mm-hmm. And so she gets this ability. So I just, that's the weird thing. Because when you get into that adult age, that's when things get a little, get a little iffy. Yeah. When you grown, you're on your own, and you get hurt, you now you, or they consider you disabled, your parents ain't going to take you back in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that. You know, it just, it's just, like I said, it's just odd situations. Mm-hmm. Also, definitions of words these days. Because disabled can mean, like I said, you can be born with disability. That's true. But also for those who get hurt and they become disabled, mm-hmm. at least work-wise, yeah. they wouldn't be able to carry a normal job with that injury, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, this sort of bill, there's so many people in Texas, this sort of bill has to be broad. Yeah. You yeah. can't just say, oh, if you're in this category, you're in this category, and you're in this category, you're in this category. Well, I mean, that take forever, man. Absolutely. And there's so many contingencies of this way or that way. It just get confusing. It, it'd be about as confusing as taxes, man. I hate taxes. I do too. <laughs> TurboTax. Hey, that's our first, uh, our first, uh, Commercial right there. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> I use y'all every year. <laughs> but, like, I get it. This bill has to be broad. And you could micromanage it, but then the confusion would be insane. Yeah. So, I get it. I do get that. Um, I think you got any more of that on that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip that one. Because I, I, it's one of these on here I do feel type of way about. I'm just going to... Yeah. I know exactly what one you're talking about, yeah, too. I, I feel type of way about that one. Yeah. Maybe we could... Maybe next podcast we can talk about that yeah. one a little more in depth. Yeah. Because that's... That's its own subject right there. Yeah, that's something that I really just... I think it's stupid. There's a couple bills that we could skip on that topic there. Yeah. Star Spangled Banner Protection Act. Yeah, no, now sports teams that get state funding, they're required to play national anthem before games. And to me, stupid bill. I don't get it. I don't know. It's just like people complain. They don't. They won't. They don't want politics in sports. And then you force people to play national anthem. I don't. That I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. They they don't want them to do anything to a national anthem. But now you force them to play the national anthem. Well, we do want them to do something in the national anthem. Well, you want them to do what they want to do. They had a right to protest, whether the national anthem or not is relevant to me. The right to protest is not coming caveats. It's the right to protest. I don't know if I consider Star Spangled Banner a political thing. Like, it's, be- it's I say it's become political, but it used to be a unifying thing for all Americans. See, for me, I never got the point, ever. Even as a kid, I didn't get the point. I'm here to watch them play football. Why are we playing that? We're playing each other. We're not in the Olympics. It's America versus America. We need to play our anthem. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, I, I just never got it. I get it. If it's international, yeah, let's rep our country. Oh, yeah. But we're in America. We don't have to rep it. We're here together. Why are you repping it by being here? So we never played the national anthem? No, we, we have played the national anthem a lot. And I remember the whole Kaepernick thing came out. A report came out that 
these leagues were not doing this out of out of patriotism. The Department of Defense were paying them for their national anthem. They paid them had the flag shown. It's it's all about money. If if it, if it ain't about patriotism, why do it? That's all come down to to me, bro. Is that if if they're not doing it because they want to, don't make them do it. Because then you, they're not being patriotic. They're doing it because you're paying them to do it. That makes no sense. So you're out of pay your patriotism to have real patriotism. They ain't political. They're just financial. And I feel like it's just, it's going to keep happening. So this bill is in effect. I don't want to hear Greg Abbott complaining. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't. When the seasons start back up, if I see anybody kneeling, if I see anybody with a Can't Breathe shirt on, I don't want to hear Greg Abbott in that little wheelchair. I don't want to hear him come to that stage <laughs> talking about some, why they protesting doing national anthem? Because you chose to play it. It don't have to be played. I don't think this year you'll see as many issues doing the anthem, I guess, for major league sports, like the big sports like NFL and MLB, NBA. And, it, and that's just because during the last year, they kind of took a different approach to it. People didn't like that either. So, mm. but stop complaining. Be happy. Uh, like the, the NBA, what they did, people absolutely hated it. But whatever. Uh, NBA, they put on their courts. They put a quality on one side. Uh, I think in the bubble, they had Black Lives Matter quality on one. They had they allowed players to put something back in their jerseys. I know some people had a quality. Some people had um, some people had BLM. Um, pretty much, they allowed them to wear their political statements on their jerseys. Mm -hmm. And none of them, I don't think any of them was divisive other than Black Lives Matter. So people just get whatever. They ain't, they ain't gonna get to that. I mean, uh, they're, they're, the company that they played for said they could do it. Exactly. So they they did it. People didn't like that. I'm just mm -hmm. like, bruh, make up your mind. You were mad because they kneeled on the anthem. They stopped doing that. They were just wearing t-shirts that said, I can't breathe, so on and so forth. But they still for the anthem. They put the hand over their heart. What more do you want? Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's kind of... That kind of fits hand in hand with the uh, argument I make on Kaepernick. Owners didn't want Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. Because not only was his playing iffy, but he was bad for business. I ain't gonna lie to you. Come to Kaepernick, I thought the only reason Kaepernick got done the way he did because he had no support. Because mm -hmm. in the NBA, you don't see that. Because the NBA, they, hey, a lot of the, of the NBA, let's keep it a full book. It's like the NFL, it's a predominantly black league. Mm -hmm. So a lot of black athletes still behind Colin Kaepernick. And the NBA realized something. A lot of star players in the same Colin Kaepernick. So they, they didn't have the option to just act like it didn't exist. They had to acknowledge it. Because they didn't, the players wouldn't anyway. Right. You had LeBron James, I'm going to the Kumpo. Um, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo, you had all these big name stars that were speaking out about it already. So the NBA were in a situation where they had to address it. Also, they had to get a player of attitude to 
protested how they saw fit. And Adam Silver eventually, he like, you know what? It was bad for being let's stop dealing with people getting mad. You can wear a t-shirt, you can do this. Mm-hmm. We 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 put a quality on the court. NFL did the same thing on back of helmets, they had a quality. Mm-hmm. End zones, a quality. Right. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. They're trying to go about this a different way. And if if you don't like that, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you let's, let's think about it. Like baseball, predominantly white viewership. Yeah. Basketball, predominantly black viewership. Mm-hmm. Football is a, it is a mixed bag. It is. So it, like each league, obviously is pandering to their viewership. Yeah, which any smart businessman would. He's gonna do. Also, yes. it's also your player base. Like MLB, they have many, 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 many foreign players. A lot of oh, star man. players are foreign born. I'd say close to half of the league is foreign. Yeah, so it wasn't as big deal for them. Mm-hmm. The people you did see Neil doing the anthem, they were black. Right. So, and, you know. That being said, baseball's taking a hit. I know a lot of people who did not watch baseball this year because of liberal ideas that baseball teams have been taking. Like kneeling for the flag. Which, I understand. I, like, I didn't boycott it because, you know. I have an odd view on boycotts. But, what? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Nike comes out uh, supporting Kaepernick, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I bought some Nikes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I bought All some. All right, that, that fits right into my argument. The right will stop. We'll say, I'm not going to ever buy another Nike again. Guess what? When the right says that, the left says, I want a Nike. Yeah, I bought more Nikes. Boycotts do not work these days because this nation is so polarized, Mm -hmm. one side against the other. If one side says, I don't want to do this, the other side's going to say, I want to do this. You don't want to do it, bet. Since you ain't going to do it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Like, literally, I I forgot who got boycotted. It was literally what happened. One side was like, you know, I'm going to boycott this. The other side was like, okay, since you're trying trying to hurt the business, I'm going to buy more of what I already buy anyway to help the business. So it's, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, the only problem it could come across would probably be the stocks. Yeah, because some people who have a lot of money in certain stocks, like Nike, they would see it like, "Oh, there's a lot of people who don't want to buy this stock anymore. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell my stocks." That would be about the only problem it would have. See, the funny part is, you know, I knew a lot of people. I knew a lot of. I knew a lot of quote-unquote boycotters. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to watch the NBA this year. I'm not going to watch the NFL this year. The NFL and NBA did just fine. Yeah. Um, you try and break those those uh, yeah. those sports. Like, football? That's fixed for the next 50 years. Yeah, you have fun with that. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They numbers did dip, of course. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did go follow through. But it didn't dip toward it affected yeah. them. They signed a brand new TV deal. They are living life. Right. <laughs> they are living life. Try and make those guys poor. Just try. Yeah. Have fun with it. And a lot, I know a lot of people who did boycott the NFL, they started watching uh, college. Which is all right. Like, I yeah, watch college anyway. So. I, I'm not too big of a college fan, you know. Because the best, the best team in college can't beat the worst team in the NFL. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I can see it happening. 
Think so? Because yeah, I, I look at it like this. The best team in college, right? Mm-hmm. Will be the best team in college. A whole bunch of young players. Mm-hmm. The worst team in any league will be the well, the worst team in that league full of professional athletes. Mm-hmm. Thing is, if it's the best team in the college, the very next year, they're probably going to have a whole bunch of professional athletes. Mm-hmm. They're they're going to get drafted if they're the best they team in the league. Yes. So to me, they're they're professional athletes. Now I I do agree in some in a sense, but here's the thing: all the teams on the professional team were good enough in college to get drafted. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them, or they wouldn't be there. So I'm just saying. Oh, we we talk, we talk we talking about the worst team. Your worst team is usually for oh, yeah. one or two things. Young players who don't understand how to play basketball or old players who just suck. They're old. They can't perform no more. Mm-hmm. So I believe I believe if you take the Alabama football team and put it against the worst NFL team, I ain't saying they're going to win, but I think they get more for their money. I think it might be a fun game to watch. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people would watch it, I'm sure. I didn't. That was a... Odd transition of talking talking points. <laughs> All right, I think we talked about that one now. Yep. So reducing pre-K class sizes. I guess this is a problem in some places. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I've a, never heard of it. Related to bill, so yeah. I guess it's an issue. So pre-kindergarten classes are now capped at twenty-two students, the same maximum size of other elementary school grades. And I guess we just got a lot of young kids out there. I guess so. Yeah. Filling up them classrooms, man. Uh, I guess. COVID time. All things. I guess the most important things left. Um, active shooter. So, yeah. There's now a active shooter system that basically will no- notify anybody in the vicinity of an active shooting their phones, but that's only if law enforcement deems it volatile enough to where they need to inform other people. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's just like a like drug isol- bust. Yeah, like something. an isolated shooting, it wouldn't yeah. be. But if somebody, you know, out here going dumb again. Someone goes to the Northeast Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the two under that are actually also law enforcement related. I would say one is a really good idea. And I'm not too certain of the other one. So one is a police body cameras. Uh, HB 929 requires police officers to keep body cameras on during the entirety of active investigations. The law is named after Botham Jean, who was fatally shot in his apartment while eating ice cream by a Dallas police officer in 2018. So I think this is a very, very good bill. Like, in my opinion, I you think they have this bill firmly intact 10 years ago. Yeah. But um, I guess there's a few too many cases where the police officer turns his body camera off, which if I was a police officer, I'd want that bad boy on all, all the time. Damn it, it's underrated. Mm-hmm. And, but I think this will help a lot of uh, court cases. Um whether it's on racial discrimination, uh, just just figuring out which side was right on that 
issue. Um, and really just like to put the facts of any case right before the entire jury. Yep. I mean, this saves a lot of time in court, if you ask me. Can't really, can't really deny something that you see. Exactly, like it's on camera, my boy. I caught you. I caught you in 4K. Well, police camera more like 720p. More <laughs> like 480p. <laughs> I give them 480. 480p. Yeah, it may not always be the greatest. Quality. Yeah, not with the greatest quality, but so. this is Dallas we're talking. We can about. see you though. <laughs> we can see you. <laughs> Um, and one I'm not too certain of, but I understand it being there. Banning unnecessary police chokeholds. Police officers are now prohibited from using chokeholds or excessive force during arrests unless necessary to prevent officer or bystander injury under SB 69. Officers who witness violations are required to report the incident. Now, this one is interesting to me because I, it's, it does not already exist. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like, quite literally, excessive force means excessive force. You, you shouldn't be using it because it's, it's excessive. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I, I feel like there's, there's something that already exists. I don't, I don't understand why. I kind of feel like this puts it in a gray area, actually, rather. Because it says they can't use excessive force. And then there's a unless... Necessary, necessary to prevent officer bystander injury. Which I don't know why they'd use it if it wasn't useful to stop officer or bystander injury. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I just, I don't get it. I don't know. I just feel like there's something that already existed. I don't, yeah. I don't see. I mean, I don't see officers walking up to people just putting them in chokeholds just for the heck of it. Yeah, I, I just you think know? it's something that already existed. It just seems like to me, any police department would have this already in play. Mm -hmm. You don't go around using excessive force unless you, that's why it's called excessive force. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the only the only time you can use you can use excessive force is literally when when your life or somebody else's life is in danger, which is exactly what this says. I don't get it. But I guess now it's a federal rule and not department based. All right, I guess. I also feel like it's common sense too. But. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's why we have so many laws that aren't laws. It's just common sense. Um, all right, I think we've talked about yeah. this certain thing for a good while. What do you say we go to Afghanistan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we ain't trying to rap Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we oh, wow. yeah, okay, yeah. So, let's go to uh, Afghanistan. But let's not <laughs> let's not go to Afghanistan. Like we're not going there. We're just no. talking about. Oh, okay, okay. Just to clarify, okay. I ain't hopping on no plane. <laughs> I'm staying my <laughs> I'm staying my butt right over here. <laughs> hey, my bad. <laughs> go ahead, Phil. All right, so. In case you didn't hear, there's been some uh, new things going on in our war with Afghanistan and our war with the Taliban. So we are pulling out, or rather we have pulled out. Yeah, we pulled out. We had to yeah. go back, get people. Yeah. yeah. All of our troops are evidently officially out of the country. 
would probably say outside of Black Ops, which we have no idea what they are. Newsletter Black Ops. We pulled them too. Oh. Uh, no, but no, I'm saying they're Black Ops. We don't yeah. know nothing about them. Yeah. <laughs> so we have all of our Marines, Air Force, U.S. Army, Navy, all of them. They are out. Only problem is. The Taliban wants to take over now that we're gone, and the Afghanistan government that we put in charge of that country collapsed like a sack of bricks. I ain't gonna lie. Look, I'm a firm believer. Look, did I like Donald Trump? No. Everybody know that. I couldn't stand the little orange man. I could not stand. I could not stand. I mean, he had a tangerine, but you know, like, did I like him? No. But he was a solid president. As a person, mm-hmm. I can't stand a man whatsoever. As a president, he did good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did his job. <laughs> I mean, good job. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I, you know, I like this idea of America. Let's mind our business. Like, yeah, let's mind our our business. Because mm-hmm. why are we over here trying to build up a government when our government struggle over here? How how are we gonna build up your government if our government ain't working right most of the time? Our government stay shut down. Yeah, I just I, I don't know why we try to do that. We spent 20, 20 years trying to build a government somewhere, and it collapsed immediately. Now I don't know if that's our fault or they fault. I don't know who fault it is. <laughs> so I'm about to, I don't I don't I don't want to say it's their fault, uh, but I definitely won't say it's our fault either. We spent twenty years with a whole, we spent a whole a whole bunch of money over there too. Yeah. Well, at some point, you got to wonder, did they really want it? Facts. They met, bro, look, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, dog. <laughs> when I heard that we pulled out and they they got overran that same week or within, it was, it was quick. Yeah. <laughs> it was quick. When I heard that, I said, what you got an army for? Bro, you take, you take all of the U.S. hoods, right? Take all the hood dudes. <laughs> Bro, no, nah, real talk. Take all the hood dudes. You train them how to use that stuff. You know what? No, you know what? No, I'm going to train. Just get them the gun. Tell them how to use the tank. They good. You telling me an army you spent 20 years training couldn't do it? I don't know if you really call the Afghanistan army an army. Boy, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I just feel disappointed, bro. Like, they called. I was so lost. I was like, "Bro, how did the Taliban? Were they just waiting? They just they just knew the Afghan army was gonna roll over, bro. They just knew it." Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm as patriotic and an American as you'll find. But let's just be realistic. Afghanistan ain't America, and they've had a whole generation see Americans in their land. Yeah. Really like um, if I saw, let's say, Russians walking with AK-47s through our land, yeah. like, I already don't like the Russians. You think I'm going to like them? They don't like America. Yeah, we, we ain't very popular. Yeah. We, we don't mind our business. Yeah. But you know what? Like, we had success creating a new government in Japan. And to this day, Japan is a free nation yep. with good laws, with 
freedoms. Japan got the strictest gun laws in the world. Well, okay. I'm, they're not going to be exact. Like they're not going to be the same as America. You know, like they solid though. They gonna, they really are. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be scared of America. They dropped two bombs on us. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Yeah. They dropped two nukes. Man, bro. I, I'm not trying to mess with these people, bro. People over there are crazy. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's all I'm saying, We learned that during the war. Japan's talking about leader folk alone, leaving Americans over there. Because they do too much. Well, it was no need for all of them. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, Korea. South South Korea, oh, that is. Yeah. Volatile situation. Still volatile. Yeah, very. Still but volatile. The odd thing, they want us there. Yeah, South, South Korea won us. Yes, because as soon as we uh, leave, North Korea coming. It's probably going to look a lot like Afghanistan. Look a lot like it, boy. North Korea is coming. Yeah. And so, you know what? I mean, I just don't think Afghanistan wants us there. Mm-hmm. Wrong, I'm sure some people, I'm sure some people want, want them there. Yeah. But I'm so sure there's a lot of people who don't. Like I mean, people who helped America? Yeah. Who are now in very much danger? Yep. They probably want us there. And I don't know. Like, come on. One thing's for sure. There should not be an American citizen in that nation right now. Yeah. They should all be gone. They should all be in good health or as good as health as we can get them in. And they shouldn't be injured by the Taliban in any way, shape, or form. Sadly, we there were 13 soldiers who were killed in an ISIS suicide bomb. And you know what? This is this is about as bad as when Jimmy Carter had, I believe, it was a four American citizens held captive by the Afghanistan uh, I'm not sure if it was government or, or Taliban or, or I don't even know if Taliban was a thing back then but it's so complicated over there they got a Taliban al-Qaeda they, oh, yeah. it is so so many so so many mm. so definitely I would say it's a black spot for Joe Biden yeah uh, in the last week I've heard Impeachment said not as much as I heard in the last four years, but I've definitely heard it. Like just scrolling through Instagram, I see it. Like people are mad. I'm mad. Of course. No, no citizen should have had to go through this. Not American citizen. The Afghanistans who helped us while we were there. They should be given full access to America. Uh, I would say by this point, they've been vetted. Um, and we should protect our own. Like, I think, I think in the end, we needed to get out of Afghanistan. Because what were we doing? Pretty much the fighting had stopped. Taliban was still there. Like, we, we didn't have any soldiers time. really <clears throat> fighting anymore. No. It was just keeping the peace. And as soon as we leave, they pop up out of, out of nowhere. 
I mean, if we weren't doing anything there, yeah, let's pull out. There's not much point. But let's pull out with some common sense and not leave anyone behind. Let's pull out with a plan and get everyone home. And that's not what Joe Biden did. And people say that, oh, this was Trump's plan from the beginning. Well, let's just be honest. They feared Trump. I wouldn't say that. I don't think Taliban for anybody. They're Taliban. I think they actually did fear Trump because. Well, Trump they didn't don't, deal with him. They don't fear him. They were there for him. They worked with him. And, okay, Trump. Hey, you pulled him. We, you know, we mind our business. I don't know. I, I, think, I think they feared Trump because he wouldn't. I think if they did. If they pulled on Trump, what they. Hold on, Biden. I think Trump would have halted the evacuation, and he would have said, "Y'all get back." He, I think he would have did his best to get all the Americans back. I think he would have had more of a plan. I think that's safe to say. I think he would have had more of a plan. Um, you may not think he's a very plan-oriented person, but I know his advisors were. So I think he would have had a plan. I think if they tried to attack the Afghanistan government like they did under Biden, Trump would have stopped the evacuation, halted it. Well, he would have kept the evacuation going, but he would have kept the troops on the ground to keep the peace for a bit more. See, my thing is, we're still leaving. It's still going to happen. That's, that's, that's the thing Probably. I think people are failing to see is, sure, I ain't going to say the man would have had a plan. I don't know what the man would have had. Now, if he did have a plan, yeah, but at the end of the day, we're still leaving. When we left, I don't care who was president. I could be president. The same thing was going to happen. Once America was gone, the Taliban was taking over point blank. I, I think you're right. But I think we would have our citizens and the Afghanistans who helped us in this country. I don't see it. I just don't see that. Because you're talking about a fact of waiting. Hundreds of thousands of people. I don't care what plan you got. When you got Taliban and ISIS fighting over there, I just, I, somebody somebody going somebody going to get lost. I, I get sauce. that. But let let's let's How long has this been in the news? 2 3 weeks now? Yeah. Why have we not been full-scale evacuating for 3 months? We should have started this process a long time ago. And it feels very much, I could be wrong, but it feels very much like we tried to get hundreds of thousands of people out of that country in three weeks. Yeah. Under any president, that's stupid. The way I look at it, was the best choice? No. I'm just glad we're out of the country. I couldn't care less. I just, to me, it made no sense to be over there. We were over there for fun at this point. You know, I mean, it's unfortunate that I'm sure, but I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they said there are Americans still over there. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate that we lost our service members. Now, for that, I ain't going to lie. I would press that big red button. I would press that bad boy. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> I would have pressed the button. I would have. Well, wait. <laughs> 
I'm about to I'm about to drop another <laughs> I'm about to drop another <laughs> bomb, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, nah, but just over there in the Middle East, I don't know. It's just that's a tough spot, bro. Yeah, cause like we shouldn't be over there, but at the same time, I just know we always gonna be over there. Well, I would rather fight them over there than fight. Them. Oh, of course. When the towers went down, that's when we attacked. And all I'm saying is, bro, Bin Laden died in what? Oh eight, oh nine. I think it was about 2010, 12. Well, that, that, it was it, under it, Obama. It wasn't 12, but it was Obama's second term, so it must have been there. It was in the first, so I remember that much. Okay. I was like, so once we got, once we killed Osama, we could, we should have left then. No, the Taliban's still alive. Though. The Taliban not gonna die. The Taliban is basically the Republicans over there. They are they are conservative. They they want Afghanistan to be conservative. They are nothing more than religious extremists. They are not going to disappear. Ain't nothing to do about that. You can kill them all you want. There's gonna be more. There'll be more coming up. You cannot get rid of the Taliban. It's the same way you can't get rid of cartels. So there's all. There, it's always happened. It's just a revolving door. This is what they believe. They willing to die for it. It's just the Taliban, Al Qaeda, ISIS. The Middle East is just. Uh, I think. I think there's two reasons we should. Be in the Middle East if we ever do it again. For U.S. safety. And to protect Israel. Yeah. And all I'm saying is the Israeli army ran over like this. The, the Israeli army about that life. Yeah. I mean, every every adult has to at one point be in the yeah. military. They about the life over there. Like, I kind of like that idea. But um, the Middle East is just depressing to think about. Yeah, that's true. They just hey. fighting all the time. Just, just fighting consistently. They could be an extremely rich group of nations. Look at Saudi Arabia. They got more oil than us. I'm telling you, bro. They single-handedly cornered the oil market about four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, talking about some bro. When <laughs> when they start tripping over there about the gas prices in the Middle East, all gas prices go up. <laughs> yeah. They cornered the gas market over there, man. Mm-hmm. And that's why you go. I was all these problems because you got Syria fighting with these people, mm-hmm. and now you got the Taliban in Afghanistan, ISIS. You know they don't like the Taliban, so that's mm-hmm. gonna be an issue now. It's yeah. just, it's just so much going on over there, bro. Shoot, even, even with the suicide bomber, it wasn't a Taliban bomber; it was an ISIS dude. It's just like that's a third party. Yeah, it's just. What can, mm-hmm. And that's, and that's what I, when I said, what can you do? That wasn't even, that went in between the two. That went between the Taliban and America. That was ISIS. This is a whole other third party interjecting itself in the situation. It's just, to me, I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a depressing thought, though, of what can you do. That's not something you can just, as a president, go to the American yeah. people and say. You can't say. just say, what can you do? You got to have a plan of what you can you do with it. I mean... All you can do is stay over there. That's it. That's the plan. Yeah. That's the only way we kept peace these last 20 years is staying there. 
Mm-hmm. But people want to hear that. They want they want them out of the country. I mean, if I if I thought that Afghanistan, or rather, not Afghanistan, rather the Taliban, ISIS, or any of those sects would just stay away from America, stay away from Israel, I would say, let's all just come on home. If they want to eat each other alive, I'm sorry, it's horrible. But that's between them. But I don't think they're just going to stay over there. No, no, they're Those, they just, they just, honestly, I don't know at this point. (laughs) The Taliban trying to be an actual government, so that is, that's new. I don't think the UN's gonna accept that. Yeah, them. I don't think the UN's gonna accept that. Uh, <laughs> y'all gotta rethink that plan. I don't know. I don't think the UN's gonna accept you as the actual government. Um, and you think about it. Let's say the Taliban does do this. What's the strategy of the nations around them? Like, it's a government in turmoil. If I was Iran, I would say I want a piece of the pie. This could be, this could, now maybe I'm putting too much thought into it, but this could perhaps be very, very unsettling for the next 10 years in the Middle East between neighboring countries wanting a little bit more land. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. Is that, is that like, is that me putting too much thought into it? Like, am I... Being paranoid? Who knows at this point? You never know. Like, you're like <laughs> I'm at this point, nothing else can surprise me, bro. Nothing, nothing surprised me more than the their their whole government. I just don't. The whole government collapsed. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say, yo, everything collapsed that fast. Mm. Talking about some what? My question, were they, were they self-reliant or were they self-sustaining? Like, were we sustaining them? That's what I want to know. I don't think we left the place nicer than it was when we came in. I mean, Ramada, we ravaged that city. Um, like, all these humongous cities we went through and cleared house by house, they looked like prehistoric cities. It's crazy when you got Dubai over there. But not Dubai, not Afghanistan, but, you know, the UAE, Dubai. Yeah. Is, that's crazy. You, right. The UAE, bro, look, bro, they live in life. You should see, bro, Dubai is a beautiful city. I saw Tom Cruise in that city. I think one thing's for sure, though. Um, all of the soldiers who went and fought, I think they are great Americans. I think I think they they deserve crazy amounts of praise um, for what they did there. I don't think the collapse in Afghanistan should ever be put on the troops because they were asked to do unbelievable things for this nation for. Or even Afghanistan. Yeah, they did their job. They did. I think it was horrible planning from day one by 
um, by politicians. Um, I think, as I think that politics should be out of sports, I think politics should be out of wars. Politics mess up wars. Messed up Vietnam. They put so many restrictions on our troops, we, we couldn't do what we were supposed to do to win a war. Same thing happened in Afghanistan. We couldn't... We couldn't win a war. We spent 20 years, our longest war ever. And we lost. And you know what? Our troops did an amazing job. And I want to thank any, any soldier who was there. And even any soldier who wasn't there. Like, y'all have done more than I have for this country. And I'm very appreciative of them, and, and I hope they get get respect that they deserve, you know? So, that's about all I have on that. You got anything more to add? No, I say my piece. Just <laughs> disappointing. Disappointing. Shameful. Well, I think that about wraps this one up then. Don't you think? Yeah. Let's call it. Yeah, I think they've had an earful of us. Yeah, they had a lot. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if the, all part, all of our episodes are going to be this long. Probably not. We, we got stuck on a lot of, we got stuck on a lot of stuff. We did. We got stuck on a lot of, a lot of the things. A lot, some stuff is just a lot to talk about and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You, you, some stuff you got to go through and actually analyze. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we, we were wanting to start this about two weeks ago, which would have been perfect timing just to keep talking yeah, on all of this. We would have still been on Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. But, you know, a few things came up and we had to postpone it for a bit. But uh, hopefully we can get in a good rhythm of two episodes a week. And I hope y'all don't get bored with us. I hope y'all aren't bored already. I had fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So... Hopefully next time uh, we can have even better content. So catch y'all later.